Today's episode is brought to you by ButcherBox. If you are looking to get some good meat, ButcherBox is right for you. Also today, we're brought to you by Quip. If that meat gets stuck in your teeth, Quip is here to help. <laughs> now let's jump into this podcast. Hello, everybody. It's time for Ghost and Friend Dog. Friend Dog in the morning. In the morning. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Skacks and Crendor. Did I just call it Socks? Socks and Crendors. Skacks. Skacks and Crendors. backslash me. Hi, everyone. It's one of those weeks. Well, I was while I was saying it, I remembered that I forgot that I need to say coxandcrendor.com is the place you need to go if you want to get tickets to our live show in August in Chicago. Uh, we didn't say anything last week because they were like still, for some reason, getting the webpage up, even though you could still buy tickets through the uh, Ticketmaster website or on the Lincoln Hall website. But whatever, Cox and Crendor is the place to go. If you want a direct link to where you can get tickets to come see us in Chicago, we'd love to see you there. Yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a good time. We're going to the Ren Fair. That's you know what? Actually, I don't know. You haven't seen any of this, and I haven't mm. told you until right now. Right, good. <laughs> but I'm theming the entire event. I'm calling it the Cox and Renaissance Fair, <laughs> and we are and we are uh, the pins are like you as a wizard and me as a king, and. Uh, <laughs> The shirt says Crocs, Cox and Renaissance Fair on it. And uh, yeah, so it's a whole thing. We're doing a whole. The poster is themed around. It has like Timmy and all. Uh, Billy. Not Timmy. Yeah, I don't Billy. know who the hell Timmy is. <laughs> That's Billy. Timmy. And <laughs> it has got the whole thing. It's very cute. And uh, yeah, that's the theme. Nice. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a good time. Come, come see us in August. Yeah. Anyway, how are you doing? Uh, let's see. I'm doing all right. What did I do this week? Um, I thought I had COVID one day. <laughs> of course you did. If anyone <laughs> well, would think they have COVID out of the blue, right. it would be you. Hear me out. All right. So I woke up. This was on like Tuesday, I think, of this week. I woke up. I had a sore throat. COVID. And I was like, uh, all right. Okay. Well, I was like, you know, maybe it's just the air conditioning or, you know, maybe it's like acid reflux or I don't know, whatever. But normally if it's that, it goes away and like. A few minutes, and you're like, all right, whatever. But this one, this sore throat was still going. And I was like, oh, and then I just felt kind of sick. I was just like, ugh. You know that sick feeling you get? Um, can you describe? I mean, I know of sick feelings, but I don't know what uh means. You know, like, are you fatigued? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, just kind of fatigued, kind of like, you just feel kind of crummy. Okay, kinda, <laughs> I felt you don't crummy feel, before. You don't feel normal. You just feel t- kind of fatigued and like, ugh, like something's wrong. Dude, that and is so frequently me. But anyway, yes. <laughs> uh, well, there's like, oh, I feel bad, but you still have like the ability to like go do stuff and be like, all right, I gotta do it. But this is like, I still, I don't even want to do anything. Like, sure. I guess, uh, okay, so I had that plus the sore throat. And I was like, all right, you know, I'm just gonna take an Advil, see if that helps the sore throat. So it helped it a little bit, but it was still kind of there. And then I was, I started sneezing, and I was like, ah, oh, geez. And I was called, like congested, and I was like, "All right, it's either allergies or COVID." 
so we had those like tests they can they sent you you know they're like get your free tests yeah so yeah I, like, I still have like three or four of those damn things yeah that's we had like all four of them so i'm like i'll do some i'll do like one or two just to make sure so i did one uh that day and then one that night and they were both negative so i was like i guess i don't have covid but i have allergies but here's the thing every like once or twice a year, I get allergies bad enough to the point where I think I have like a cold or a COVID thing or something, and then it ends up being nothing. I've had that like for the last three years, and it's always in either like February, March, when spring's kind of starting. Allergies, or, yeah. Or it's like around now. <laughs> like one year it was like mid July it hit. I guess now it was June. Is June, July big allergy season too? Yeah. I mean, the whole summer's like allergy season. Dude, well, I it explains sneezing. why my eyes hurt so bad. Yeah, my eyes are like just kind of itchy, watery, you know, like, ugh. And so I remember this is when I got my uh, my swollen glands in my neck, and I was like, dude, I must have cut. That was like two years ago, and then it was just allergies. And so yeah. now, and it happens around the same time, because I went back into my Discord messages of being like, Dr. John, am I dying? And I was not. And so I was like, this happens around the same time every year. It's kind of coincidental. I mean, it could not be, but... I get that. I feel that. I, uh, I, me too. I've uh, had allergies all my life, and if it's bad, I'll take a Benadryl. But I don't, you know. Some days I'm just like, my eyes are super watery today, but whatever. I'm not yeah. gonna, because when I take Benadryl, it dries me out to yeah, the point where does. my nose is dry, my eyes are dry, which is great, but my throat is also dry, and I literally, this is my job, is to talk. So. Yeah. And it's very noticeable because when you hear me with a dry voice, it's like, hi, everyone. How's it going? It's Jesse. Water. <laughs> yeah, it's super obvious. Um, sometimes during Scary Game Squad, for example, because we film at night, if I've been talking all day, same thing. It's the exact same voice where I'm just like, hi, everyone. Yeah. That's, and my voice will get quieter because I can't. I'm not booming anymore. Oh, yeah. You had that a few weeks ago, I think. Yeah, it, it happens frequently. It happens sometimes uh, when I have like a long ass day or when I take any sort of like drug that dries me out in order to stop me from being mucousy or whatever. So yeah. sometimes I'm like, you know what? I just blow my nose and move on. Yeah, that's really all you can do. I mean, what I do is I start like, I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go for a walk, even though my allergies are flared up. This could make it worse, but I'm like, you know what? It's already bad, so I'm just gonna go out into the sun and just like walk and be like, hey, at least I'm getting some vitamin D and sunshine. And I'm like that 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 that. Uh, it actually makes me feel better. So I mean, whatever, you know, it's you're already at peak allergies. You might as well just live it up. Yeah, I actually bought a um. I used to have one. I don't know what I did with it. Clearly, when moving at one point in my life, uh, I'm it, it like got lost or something. I, I used to have a like a, a lawn chair that I would take up to the roof and sit. I cannot find it to save my life. No idea where it's at. So I went out and bought another lawn chair. Except this one has a little side table attachment, so I can put a drink there, which is uh. so much better. <laughs> and um, yeah, I I now have that up on my roof, and so I'll just sometimes go up there and just sit and like listen to music and just like zone out for an hour not too long because i am irish as hell and i burn but <laughs> i'll sit out there long enough to like soak in the energy of the sun you know what i mean be like come on son help me out i need that i need that d i need the sun d help me out 
And uh, yeah, I do that, uh, I don't know, two or three times a week now. Just when I have the free time when I'm like, well, nothing's going on. Sun is fantastic. Every time I go out like a sun walk, I'm just like, uh, I come back feeling refreshed. I love it. And I sleep better too, which I think is a thing. Uh, if you get sunlight during the day, it actually helps you like release melatonin easier at night and you sleep better. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, uh, it, it, it is known to me that every time I spend more time out in the sun during the day, at night, I'm like ready to go down. Yeah, that's I, a weird uh, way to say that, but <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but um, I ended up being okay. Is what it boiled down to. Well, of course, of course you were. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, spoilers, uh, you're here, so you're you're fine. Wait, do you use sunscreen? It depends if I'm like if I'm going to go sit on the roof for a little bit. No, I see. Um. But if I'm going to be outside for hours and hours, hell yes. I yeah. uh, Anytime that I'm outside for longer than, you know, an hour, I, not my arm, my arms and like legs and stuff don't get messed up, but my face and like head, oh, GG, that is bad news <laughs> for me. Every time it's always burnt. So I always apply sunscreen and thankfully, again, I may have to go stay at, that one Disneyland hotel again years ago. I still have it. I got this uh, like blue bottle of, I want to say it's some sort of aloe vera something, but man, if I get a burn, if I put that on that burn, that burn disappears. That's like Disney magic. <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going on there, but it does the job, dude. And uh, it's getting low. It's getting low. So I feel like you either need to find out what the hell that magic. It's blue. Whatever the hell it is. I need to find this magic blue formula and put it on my body again. Uh, and it might require going to Disney or, I don't know, backtracing what the hell product it is. Because it has no information on it. It just says, like, a sunburn ointment is what it says. There's no other fact on it at all. <laughs> I'm like, oh. So I don't know what the hell it is. Huh. Yeah, I used to not use a lot of sunscreen. Well, I did as a kid, but I used to not, and now I do. Because I read about how important sunscreen is. And I'm like, put on my sunscreen. That and Toaster Woman was like, you should be wearing sunscreen. I was like, oh yeah, I probably should be. I mean, I just... My dad spends all of his time in the sun. And then he's also like, has to go get minor surgeries for skin cancer removal stuff. So like... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's I get it. <laughs> I, I definitely wear sunscreen. Like some people are like, oh, I gotta get tanned. But like, I don't care about tanning. I just like the health benefits of being in the sun. But I also don't want skin cancer. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I mean, I... The messed up thing is that I have this like really great uh, sunscreen slash protection lotion thing. And it's it's so good. It's waterproof. It's everything. It's everything I ever wanted. It's like SPF 90 million. It's great. Uh, and actually, I remember uh, anything over SPF 50 is pretty much a waste of SPF for what I read. Well, whatever it is, it's very <laughs> high and I'm fine with it. <laughs> All right. Um, and so I put it on and it's great. But I was one time I was putting it on and someone I don't remember who was like, Do, oh, you shouldn't use that. That has chemicals that will kill you more than the sun will. And I was like, really? And then I got worried and I was like, should I every time? And you know what it is? It's every time I date someone. I always date someone, they have an opinion. And because I'm that guy who's like, well, I don't, you know, I guess part of this relationship is compromise. So, but I'll be like, well, I guess I'm not using that. So I'll use something like Dr. Herman Glorber's all natural suntan screen, and it lasts for 25 minutes, and I like burn anyway. Yeah. 
And then <laughs> what, what happens invariably is we'll break up and then I'll be like, F it, I'm going back to the kill me cream. I'll just rub it all over my body like, oh, it's so good. Oh, I've been protected all day. Thank you, science. <laughs> the kill me cream. <laughs> Every time. I remember I remember now what that what happened there. I was dating a girl and she was like, that stuff's terrible for you. If you put that on your body, you're basically giving yourself cancer. And I was like, well, then what should I use? And she was like, let me take you to go get some real stuff. This is what I use. And I sort of got, I was like, Dr. Herpin Glurpers. <laughs> and I was like, all right. Smelled like ass. I smelled terrible whenever I wore it. She was like, she's like, look at that. It's made from leaves. And I was like, cool. And I would wear it. <laughs> and I would walk around smelling like ass. <laughs> You get flies coming at you. The flies are like, oh, this guy's garbage. It's <laughs> <laughs> swarming you. <laughs> ah. Yep, yep. And then we, uh, then we broke up, and uh, I was like, nah, F that. Threw it away instantly. And went, I was like, come here, Kareem. Oh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's like when people try to tell me that oh, yeah, the deodorant I use is bad for me, so I should use like an all-natural deodorant. And I'm like, you know what? It's making my armpits not smell, so I literally don't care. Like I am, I'm, I, I'm not gonna get <laughs> Dr. Herper Glorper's freaking all natural leaf underarm deodorant, where it's like you'll smell like a forest. I don't want to smell like a forest. I don't want to smell at all. Just like leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, leave me alone. How do I know how we got here? Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, sunscreen. Yeah. Sun. Okay, mm -hmm. uh, dial it back. Uh, let's see, what else have I done this week? Uh, I made a YouTube video. I made, I made a new pointless top 10. I saw you made several. Did you make, or was that just the tweet? No, I've only made I think you bears. said, like, I made another top 10. Yeah, and now there's fountains. The pointless top 10 fountains. Oh, that's there's a good some, one, actually. There's some good fountains in there. You'd be surprised. Mm. Some solid fountains. Uh, I believe that. Trying to do new pointless top 10 every two weeks. That's the goal. I think it's, nice. it's pretty good so far. Then Any the, hint on what your next... Pointless top ten will be. Next is probably rivers. <laughs> that is pointless. <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's some pretty good rivers in the game. And then I might try to do your idea, the the one you recommended with areas that aren't used or whatever it is. That'd be a good yeah. one. The little unused areas. I think yeah. that's fun. And then I that also just requires a lot of research, like flying around looking for shit. Yeah, but I love doing that. That's the reason I actually started doing that series. I love like flying around just looking for stuff. There you go. Yeah. And then I uh, yeah. did some WoW leveling, my WoW series. I think it's been nine years of WoW leveling. It might be ten years. Have you hit max level yet? Oh, no. In fact, it re <laughs> I fell back in level because of the leveling changes they implemented, like, last expansion. So, Amazing. Uh, it's... <laughs> but now, the Midsummer Fire Festival's happening, so I'm going around just leveling through fires for that, that series, so... There's still people like Crendor, and you started the series. I was in like high school, and now I'm like married with children. <laughs> I'm just like, listen. It's a beautiful thing. I can only record like 30, 40 minutes of wild leveling at a time. All right. And like, why yeah. is that? Why is that your choice? I mean, I could record more than that, but that's what I've like always done. I feel like that's a, that's a very YouTube thing. Like, I don't want to record like a three hour video. And I don't I mean, want to do agreed. less than that. I want to do like a 10-minute video. It's like barely any. I feel like 25 to 35 minutes is probably ideal for a WoW leveling episode. And then I only do like one a day. I'm not going to flood you with it. 
That's because you care about people and your own time. I get it. It's it's a very it's a very adult and responsible way to create content. It may not get you a lot of subscriptions and people being like, "Oh my god!" But it does allow you to create things your own way and not stress, which is the train I've had to get on for some time. I've been waiting, (laughs) but I yeah, I um, I spent a lot of time with like trying to explain to people. Everyone's like, "Where's where's Scary Game Squad? What's going on, Scary Game Squad?" I'm like. I, I know you're saying that because you like it, but just because I myself have free time does not mean <laughs> that a man who works literally two full-time jobs at the same time has free time, <laughs> or a guy who like ha- is gone four days a week has free time, <laughs> or I, like the rest of the Scary Game Squad does stuff with their lives. Well, losers. Like, I can't. Yeah, and and they're not being paid. We're, we hang out as friends, like that's what we're doing. And so it's I know you want it as like a regular series, but like I don't know how to tell you that's not what it is to us. It's us having fun, and yeah, it's tough because people are like, "Dude, I want to watch." Some guy made a comment. He's like, "I want to watch Garrett Game Squad," but this video series has been going on for two weeks now, and you aren't even completed it. I'm like, I can't complete it. One of us literally left to go to Sicily for a week. <laughs> we can't do it. Like, we we played with the time that we had, and we did eight of ten chapters, and you're just going to have to wait till one of them gets back, and then we can complete it. And people do, do not understand that. I'm like, you got several hours of good content over the course of two weeks that that's Way better than TV. That's, that's better true. than that's better than most entertainment out there. And I don't know. And like that's I don't true. know what to tell you. Like you don't have to watch. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not gonna change for you. Yeah, exactly. But I will say YouTube. I think is the most rewarding to, uh, like the pointless top ten style things, which is like a ten, eight to twelve minute, uh, repeatably watched video that has numerous other types of it. You know how it's like. I made a meal from the medieval ages. And then you go watch that and you're like, wow. And then it's like, I also did some chores like they did in the medieval ages. And you're like, wow, I got to watch this one. Yeah. And you just like keep going down the rabbit hole. It's nice because like I always, that's the reason I have like numerous channels now. Because uh, just like the main one, I can do my main stuff of like me talking in front of shitty green screens, some wild leveling, some pointless top tens, you know, whatever. And then I got the Kren clips now for all the, the like highlights or stream stuff. Uh, or clips from streams, and then I got the uh, Warhammer channel if I want to do Warhammer stuff. So it's nice because I can now be like, ah, where do I put this at? And like, it goes over here. So it's a little like, uh, you know, it's a little more organized. Which, by the way, I've been doing a lot of Warhammer. I, I've seen you, like, uh, you're in good with the Warhammer people. I see they send you stuff. They do send me stuff. I am on the cool kid list. Uh, Damn. It's, it's very, I mean, listen, I've been doing this for like three years. And I've spent a lot of my own money on Warhammer stuff. I'm gonna tell you what, uh, I have, I have a lot, and so uh, I've I've been calling this rat, hot rat summer uh, because the new Skaven book came out, and I've just been going crazy with Skaven. So I'm painting up my Thankful on Bone Ripper or Thankful and Bone Ripper. I would say the wrong one. Uh, that's been fun. Uh, I've been painting a bunch of rats. Just really, just a lot of rats. But it's been fantastic. Amazing. I am uh, here for all of the Skaven. I saw your Kren Minute and appreciate your desire to have weird orcs and stuff be 
<laughs> oh yeah. Be the main characters. That's all I want. Like every game, it's like, oh, go kill the rats. I'm like, I want to be the rats. Like I want to be a dude that's got like a rattling gun. You're just mowing down the empire. Like I want to mm -hmm. have a warp stone, like rocket launcher. You try to shoot it and you like blow yourself up if you don't do it right. Like give me the crazy stuff. I want to ride in a doom wheel. Come there on. is, damn it, what is it called? There is a game that is coming out. Uh, orcs. Warhammer game. Yes! This is it. I'm going to send you this trailer. Krendor. All right. I saw this the other day, and when you started talking, I realized, like, oh, my God, this is what Krendor was talking about. Um, This is a new Warhammer game coming out called Shooters Blood and Teeth. <laughs> and you play as orcs, and you side-scroll murder everything. Oh, my God. That does look amazing. It's what you were talking about. <laughs> As you were saying it, I was like, oh my god. I know exactly what he's referring to. This game exists. They're working on it right now. Wow, this looks really good. Yep. I think that, I think that could be a, uh, a fun game to play. Oh yeah, 100%. I will play this. <laughs> When's it, it supposed to come out? 2022 at some point. Oh. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my god. Warhammer yes. 40k. Shoot us blood and teeth. That's what it's called. <laughs> There's so much shit happening. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. I was just thinking, I was like, man, there is a game I've seen that looks like something Krendor was talking about. So there you go. Let's see. There's an update. News. Uh, October. Yes. All right. October 20th, it comes out. Fantastic. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was. That's pretty much uh, my week. <laughs> what do you do? Uh, I don't know. Uh, after the last time we talked about my failed relationships, I um ended up... I had like three... I, like I've said before, for some reason on Hinge, I get like hit up often by people. And it's impressive. I don't know why. They must have very low standards and are willing to settle, and I'm here for it. So... I got hit up by three people that I actually was like super, I was like, oh, based on this initial assessment, these three women seem like pretty awesome people. So I would love to talk to them. So I started talking to three women at the same time. I know, Crendor, already <laughs> I'm in a bad place. Uh, but it yep. wasn't like, I don't know them. We're not like dating. We're just talking, right? Right. And so, um, you know, it was fun to chat with them, but it wasn't anything like real. It was just talking. And it wasn't an everyday thing. It'd be like every few days we would talk, whatever. Anyway, one of these women seemed very, very interested in me. And I was like, yo, if any, if anyone is that interested in me, like, I gotta see what happens. But also, I'm not like a, I'm not like one of those dudes who like tries to date multiple people at once. If we're dating, despite what multiple exes have thought of me, I'm not out there trying to like hook up with people. That's not who I am. Right. If I'm with you, I'm with you 100. And so... This one girl seemed really interested in getting together. She's like, do you want to go out? And I was like, of course, that'd be amazing. I would love to hang out with you. And she seemed like super interested and I was super interested in her. Everything seemed great. And I was like, well, if I'm clicking with this one girl, there's no reason why I should leave these, like why I should keep these other two women like hooked in. You know what I mean? Like, just be honest to be like, mm, you know, it isn't, this isn't working out. Right. So I said goodbye to the other two women was ready to go on the date with this girl, and then she messages me like, oh, I don't think I can make it. I'm like, are you sure? She's like, yeah, I don't think I can make it. I'm like, oh, well, um, 
Like we can reschedule. And she's like, sure, of course. Yes. Let's, let's reschedule for a week from now. I'm like, okay. So a week happens and I'm like, Hey, uh, you know, like you ready to go out tomorrow night? This will be amazing. I can't wait to hang out with you. This will be great. She's like, I can't make it tonight. Um, I, you didn't message me confirming that we were going to go out on a date. So <laughs> I made other plans and I was like, what? But we confirmed it a week ago. She's like, well, you should have said something uh, this week. And I was like, what? I mean, I why didn't, didn't she to message that? you and be like, hey, are we still on for the thing? Great question. <laughs> and she was like, I'll be honest. I, I love talking with you, but I just, can we just keep it talking for a while? And I was like, you don't want to meet up? And she's like, I, you know, there's a lot I have to think about before we meet up. I'm like, like what? You seemed really eager before. And she's like, things have changed. I'm like, what does that mean? And she's like, I just don't know if we should meet right away. And I, and all in my mind, I'm like, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. And I'm like, I mean, all right. So first off, I'm mad at her for just playing with me. But also, I'm mad at me because there were two other incredibly wonderful people I was talking to that I literally cut off talking to for this person. So I foregoed two other relationships in hopes that this one would work and she just like was like no 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 and then today i get a message that she's like i think it's probably best if for a while we just keep it flirty online and then we see what happens i was like what changed what what happened here and she said and i quote well i've just been dealing with a lot and my roommate and i we used to be in a relationship and there's some feelings there still and i need to know that he's over me before I bring someone around because oh, I don't Jesus. want him to hurt you. And I was like, "You, he's going to hurt me? What? <laughs> she's like, he gets very violent. And I'm like, what? Oh, boy. And she's like, I just don't want you to get hurt by him. And I, she's like, I, I, I do care for you. I do. But, like, you can't come over to my house. And then she just kept giving me excuses. I was like, why would we meet at your house? Let's just meet somewhere else. She was like, no, well, he'll get suspicious. I'm like, okay. It started to sound more and more like, she was actually dating someone and wasn't sure she wanted to like cheat on this dude, which I wouldn't have helped make that happen. <laughs> I don't know. It, it was silly. And once again, I went against what I said I would do. I said, I'm going to wait and find my redhead. But instead I found three people that I thought were like all awesome. None of them redheads. And I failed myself. <laughs> and really why did I pick of three <laughs> people why was I immediately drawn to the one that is clearly the worst one for me? And I was you like, Jesse, this is your problem. This is your problem, pal. <laughs> I don't know what it is. You've just got some, like, some sort of, like, thing drawing you in to the craziest one. <laughs> don't do it again. You just gotta, next time you have to date a redhead, the next person you date. I'm I'm holding everything back. I will not date anyone until I find a redhead. <laughs> I make you this promise. All right. I'm not going to date anyone until I find a redhead. Facts. There it is. Solidified. Although we have to discuss what redhead means. Natural or or, or dyed? Honestly, don't care. Look, just help me out here. <laughs> At this point, either one. You just... <laughs> <laughs> like, really. It's yeah, so that was my week. I was like, I couldn't believe... That that's what I was like. Of course, this is what happens. There is a weird thing that I think is 
a lot of people on dating sites don't actually want to meet. They just want confirmation that people like them. I can see that as a thing on dating sites, yeah. It's very weird. I'm kind of over it, but I don't know. So that's where I'm at. That was my week. The rest was just normal work stuff. It was easy. Like, the week was fine. Uh, you know, we had some weird stuff break down in the office, but that's just, you know, stuff breaks down, so it's, like, not a big deal. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's not too bad then. Just, you know, a standard week of... Standard week. <laughs> standard Jesse week. Jesse Cox is standard week. <laughs> Classic standard week. You love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, you know what else is 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 standard? Ooh, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how to sell this. <laughs> the time with which you should brush your teeth, according to <laughs> dentist <laughs> recommendation. <laughs> two minutes is what it should be. This is the standard two minutes. Yeah, it checks out. <laughs> Quip is here to help you get that standardized toothbrush technique down by helping you develop good habits and making it as easy as possible to hold to them. The Quip Electric Toothbrush is loved by over 7 million mouths and has everything you need for that standardized care. Timed sonic vibrations with that 30 second pulse that sort of like tells you where to be. When I use it, I think of my mouth as a quadrant of four, right? And then I just like spend 30 seconds on one, it goes bump, and then I move to the other side and do it there, and it goes bump, and I move to the other side. And that's how I do it, is I just quadrant my mouth. It's lightweight and sleek. It has no wires, no bulky charger. It has this uh, carrying case that you can stick in your mirror that is a mount for it. It's wonderful. Reusable handles that are fantastic. They have great colors like all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic, and they have Equip with a new smart motor that you can hook up to your phone with the free Quip app. It has rewards for just using Quip, like free refills, products, Target gift cards, and more. And beyond that, you can get your whole routine Quipified. Toothpaste that comes in mint or watermelon. They've also got two ways to floss. Floss string that expands to clean. And reusable floss pick that replace over 180 disposable picks with every refill. And, of course, mint-flavored gum, sugar-free, long-lasting, comes with a dispenser. And then, mouthwash with a four-times concentrate. It's good for you. It's good for the planet. It's crazy how much Quip can hook you up. In addition to the brush heads, Quip also offers that floss, the toothpaste, the mouthwash, the gum, all of it, every three months, from $5.00. Shipping is free, so you can save money and skip the hustle and bustle of the store. With stylish and affordable electronic toothbrushes at just 25 bucks, you won't be paying through the teeth for a better oral care treatment. If you want to get some, go to getquip.com slash crendor right now, and you'll get your first refill free. That's your first refill free at getquip.com slash crendor. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash crendor. Quip, it's a good habits company. Also today, we're brought to you by ButcherBox. Let me tell you, Crendor, you probably have experience with ButcherBox as well by yes. now. My goodness. I love my ButcherBox. I've been making, I take the chicken and I just marinate it in Nando sauce and I grill that up and <laughs> it's so good. I uh, make the burgers. I'm trying to make smash burgers. Oh, you know yeah. what those are? Smash oh yeah, oh, you smash God. them there. Yeah, I'm trying to make the smash burgers. I'm trying to get those right. 
I'm just the, the, the steaks and the ribs we made. We made the ribs that I got in oh a, uh, a video for Patreon. We made the ribs from Warcraft, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I slightly burnt them a little bit. Don't judge me. <laughs> I've never cooked ribs before. Huh. It was great. I, I love everything about ButcherBox. It was, it was getting a big box of meat sent to you is actually the best gift I've ever received. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I think every cut of meat that I got was delicious, and I cannot stress it enough. The convenience of having it delivered, I think the cost and the quality was totally worth it. Every single month, ButcherBox ships a curated selection of high-quality meat right to your home, free shipping in the continental U.S. No antibiotics, no hormones. It's packed fresh, shipped frozen for your convenience. Say, what did I say? Frozen? Frozen. That's right, sure, frozen <laughs> for your convenience. So you can save time on your next grocery store trip. Customize your own box or just go with one of theirs. Either way, you're going to get exactly what you want. You get delicious 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. It's like less than $6 a meal on average if you just total it all up. Get your summer sizzling right now with a special butcher box that's all dealed up for you, our listeners, with free bacon for life. If you get a membership plus $10 off right now, if you get that butcher box membership, they're going to just keep sending you bacon forever as long as you're a member. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash cox. Use code cox to get one pack of of free bacon in every box for the life of your membership, plus $10 off your first order. That's butcherbox.com slash cox. Use code cox to claim that deal. All right, Crendor, let's go to traffic. Someone's got the Crendor. How's that traffic out there? Oh, boy. Traffic is happening. You've got planes uh, taking off right now at the old traffic port. You've got boats sailing off at the old boat port. You've got traffic taking off at the old traffic airship. You've got cars driving down the traffic ship. I'm really just trying to mix a bunch of vehicles together and form some sort of coherent sentence, but it has stopped working, so I'm going to end this segment back to you. Thanks, Crendor. Do you know, man, like... Why do we park in a driveway and drive on a parkway, man? Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. right. <laughs> These are the questions we need to ask, man. Uh, well, I guess we asked it. <laughs> Let's... Maybe we'll find an answer. Anyway, let's go with the weather. Uh, weather time. Hold on. Holding. Hold on. Holding. All right, I figured out the answer. <laughs> okay. English is full of seeming contradictions. Ravel means both to knit up and to unknit. Inflammable refers to something that's flammable and so on. Inflammable means flammable. What a country. George Carlin. Can I, can I just question? Hmm. I thought you were about to tell me the weather and the things you said. I was like, what What city is this? What is he talking about? <laughs> Only now do I realize that you're talking about the previous statement yeah, I made. Driving the parkway, uh, uh, parking yeah, the driveway. Okay. <laughs> right. Well, of course. <laughs> First, 
A defining of terms, a driveway is a private road giving access to a public way to a building. Blah, 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 blah. And in America, we tend to park our cars in the driveway since driveways typically come right alongside one's house. A parkway, on the other hand, is a broad landscaped highway. The origins of these words seem pretty clear. Drive plus way and park plus way. But if that's the case, why don't the verbs that are the originating point for each word, drive and park, match up with the meaning of the derivative noun? In short, Damn. we don't drive on the driveways, we don't park on the parkways. What gives? English is secretly serpentine. What looks like a straight line between words sometimes isn't. That's the case with both driveway and parkway. Both words came into written use in the 1800s, long before cars were even a glimmer in Henry Ford's eye. Parkway originally referred to a broad road through a park. Uh, most important improvement made of late in the general plan of cities has been the introduction or increase in the number of breadth. Uh, wait, a number and breadth of parkways. That's from the American Cyclopedia, 1875. Uh, so there's a connection between parks and a parkway, but why do we drive on them? Parkways were the perfect place to drive a carriage down for a scenic jaunt out. Once automobiles came onto the scene, parkways became the province of the car. Driveway came into written use a bit earlier than parkway did. Unlike parkway, the word driveway didn't refer to where the path was, a drive, but what the path was for, driving. The earliest driveways were roads that ran alongside barns, where vehicles like wagons could drive up and either offload cargo like hay, food, or livestock, or take on cargo like hay, food, or livestock. Of course, <laughs> <laughs> these access well, of course. roads onto a property became handy places to park vehicles, and when the automobile age began, these off-street roads became ideal places to park the family car. There you go. I mean, that, uh, that checks out. I'm glad we learned something today. Look at that. We learned something. And it wasn't even the fact of the day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, then, and, uh, uh, and, and what, was, what was the weather? <laughs> the weather. Um, <laughs> all right. I opened up the recommendations and already someone said uh, they want a weather recommendation for Batman Turkey. Have we? I feel like we've done Batman Turkey before. Not saying we can't do it again, but I definitely feel like we've done Have it. Have we done? You know what? I feel like part of me feels like we've done it as well, but I don't know. It I may have, have been believe. years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was a long time ago, but I 100% believe we've done Batman Turkey. We had to have. The Batman Turkey? Yeah, we had, had to have. Like, was, there, there has to have been a moment where we did Batman. I almost feel like i remember it but it could be one of those things where you think you remember it so you think it's a thing when you didn't we both you know love I mean? batman and eat turkey it's possible that we just are conflating the two it is possible uh all right you know what? let's just do batman turkey let's i mean we have to we yeah. have to do it uh 67 degrees fahrenheit it is 29.71 inches of pressure 44 percent humidity six miles on the visibility uh, six mile an hour winds, dew point 45, UV index zero, and a moon phase of a waning crescent moon. Uh, over on the 10 day. Tonight, mostly clear, low 61, winds light and variable. You got Monday, 93, mostly sunny. Tuesday, 96, mostly sunny. And then, woo, watch out. It's sunny <laughs> every day. And 98, 100, 102, 102, 101, 100, 101, 102, 103, 104, 104, 105. Damn. Wow. So it is, Get it is hot in Batman. <laughs> I, have a, I have a question. Yeah. Do we have a huge 
audience in Turkey? Uh. Do you think I I'm very curious about that. I would love to know more. I don't know. I don't know if we have a huge audience there. Well, that's, look, that might be the first time we've had the same place brought up twice. Maybe maybe our audience just Batman. likes Batman more than yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> They're not like my hometown of Batman Turkey. There's like maybe, no, this place though, is called Batman. Maybe Batman There's Turkey no has a sizable Cox and Crendor fan base. I don't know. There's absolutely, we shouldn't no discount way. that. I discount it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Well, to be all a right. Thing. Okay, uh, fine. However, I do want to see if there's any Batman-themed things in Batman Turkey. You know there probably is, but not in the way we think. It's yeah. like Batman's kebab. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's uh, the, the Black Cafe Batman. That's I don't know what that means. That's what it's called. Uh, and it looks pretty good. <laughs> It's got some fancy stuff there. Hold on. There you go. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah. Then, uh, let's see. What else we got? Batman Mado Cafe. Do you think it's pronounced actual Batman? I Or is it like Bootmoon? It's, there's, yeah, it's probably more like that. Bootmoon. <laughs> I don't think they're just like, what if we name this place Batman? Does that sound maybe, good? I think that's, maybe that's exactly what they did. I think, we, I, I think we've done this before. I think maybe we've you're done having this deja before. vu. Oh, because it's the confluence of the Batman River. Oh, interesting. That I don't think we've done this before. I feel like we have. I feel I like feel maybe like we, we have, but we didn't go into it. Yeah, we probably made a few jokes. Like Batman. That sounds like a Batman. Batman. <laughs> Batman. Uh, oh, yeah. oh my god. Batman. Wait, where'd that go? It said Batman Tat. I'm trying to find I'm trying to find Batman Donner. You know it exists. Batman Tat Ekmek Fabricasi. Oh, this is bread? I thought it was like a tattoo place. Like oh, Batman Tats. <laughs> this sounds great. But they just make bread. Meanwhile, hilariously, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Batman, nope, never mind. What the? So there is a place in Turkey called Kenneth Donner Batman something. No, it's just, it's in Batman. <laughs> However, in Germany, there are several places. There's one place called Batman Restaurant, and another huh. place called Batman Kebab. In Germany, there's a lot of Batman places. <laughs> huh. Batman Restaurant. It's a Turkish counter-serve Donner Kebab. So I guess dudes from Batman moved to Germany to sell Batman Kebab, which is frankly good enough for me. <laughs> yeah, that is good enough for me. Oh my god, I think I found Batman. Mm-hmm. Go right there. You think you found actual Batman? Yes. <laughs> Batman tat, dude standing outside. Yeah. <laughs> That other guy looking ahead, it looks like that meme picture. He's looking back at the girl. Yeah, there's just another guy there with like a piece of bread. That would be a perfect photo. Also, real talk, these breads look delicious. Oh, yeah. They look, uh, they look like real bread, not actors. Yeah, it looks like some dude made real bread. Yeah, I would imagine that is what they do. They don't just like get the bread in. <laughs> Time to sell the fake bread today. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Also, shout out to these hotel prices. 46 bucks? 
Yeah, it's but I'm steel. clicking on some of these hotels and they have bad reviews. This one, 46 bucks, 4.3, 700 and something reviews. Actually, never mind. That's a good hotel. The Ancient Mesopotamia Hotel. I don't know if it's ancient. <laughs> I don't know if that's true. Ancient? Does it have a website? Can I go to the Ancient Mesopotamia Hotel? <gasps> hotel Mesopotamia has a website. Oh my Not God. secure. That's dangerous. <laughs> I mean. Here's the thing. It looks like every other hotel that ever existed. And uh, 46 bucks. Crazy. That is pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, Although some of the images when you click through are just like dudes sitting around. Like <laughs> just dudes sitting around. That sounds about right. I'm so happy I'm here with these dudes. <laughs> okay, cool. And uh, that's the weather. All right. Let's go to sports. Sports. Welcome to the sports desk. We've had sports recently. Uh, <laughs> we have. We've had sports recently. We have had sports recently. So we've got uh, our NFL stuff starting up pretty soon. That's going to be starting up in just uh, under a month. So it'll be nice having the old training camps going again. We got uh, NHL draft coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, but right now the Stanley Cup finals going on. It is 3-2 Colorado with the lead. And everybody hoping the Avalanche... Uh, win unless you're a Tampa Bay Lightning fan and I believe they play <laughs> I think they play tonight um, alright and then we have uh, the do, do, do NBA draft happen so teams get hope that the person they drafted to their team is going to be really good and not a bust and they stay irrelevant so I will say if you want an inside look on the NBA draft, which I think is weird, but I actually enjoyed the movie. Mm -hmm. uh, there's an Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. I think it's called Hustle. Oh yeah, it's I about heard that the, was him trying good. to like. It's it was super fun. I actually really enjoyed that movie. Huh. Interesting. I mean, I already so, know a lot about the NBA draft, but now I want to see this just to see. It's uh about a it's about a guy who works for the 76ers. Mm -hmm. And he uh, finds a Spanish dude who's very good at basketball, and the Sixers don't want him, so he's like, "Fine, I'm gonna like get this kid drafted on my own." And it's super interesting, huh? Yeah, that is interesting. I might check it out. Uh, but then next week, NBA free agency starts, and that's what I love. That's when things uh -oh. get crazy. There's free agency, there's trades, signing trades. Oh my god, that's what I live for. Give me that off season. Um. And then baseball's going on. They're almost to the halfway point now. Uh, right now you got your Yankees in first. You got the Twins in first. The Astros in first. The Mets in first. The Brewers in first. And the Dodgers in first. In first. In first. In and first. that is sports. Okay. Crendor. Mm -hmm. Hit us with the fact of the day. Fact of the day. Facts. Days. Fact of the day. Uh, wait, what is this? Okay. The Terminator sold for $1. What? That's what it says. The Terminator. <laughs> I mean, I heard you, but what? <laughs> the Terminator starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Le Linda Hamilton earned a whole total, or worldwide total, a whole worldwide total of $78.3 million at the box office in 1984. 
As it went on, the franchise took in over $1.4 billion. Uh, not bad for a movie whose rights sold for a dollar. Before Damn. James Cameron became famous for directing blockbusters like Titanic and Avatar, he was just an unknown filmmaker with an ambitious idea. In order to get his movie made, he handed over the rights to the script for a token amount on the terms that he would be allowed to direct the movie. Despite the eventual success of the project, Cameron later admitted that he regrets the decision to sell such a valuable story for such a low amount, saying, I wish it ha I hadn't sold the rights for one dollar. If I had a little time machine, I could only send back something the length of a tweet. It'd be don't sell. I I understand that. I have, I've done projects where people have said, like, just sell it for a dollar so you can get it made. And I understand that that is what he did. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those, like paradoxical thing so if you say don't sell then does james cameron become james cameron if he doesn't get the movie made you know what yeah, i mean exactly so like what if he doesn't sell and then nobody wants him to do anything and then he just doesn't do anything so it's yep. like that might have been the thing he needed yeah but it's, a, it, it's a question that i frequently have about stuff so yeah i get it it's crazy dude our choices impacting our lives I know some choices might be bad, but in the future, they might actually, like, help you. What? Well, some good choices in the moment might be bad in the future, dude. What? Whoa! Yeah. Uh, fact of the day. All right. What is our big news story of the day? Big news story of the day. This is one that happened a few weeks ago, but someone tweeted it, and it's pretty good. Uh, okay. A man in a wig was detained after throwing a piece of cake at the Mona Lisa. <laughs> uh, I mean, I would love to know why that happened. I would like to know why as well. A man <laughs> who seemed to have been disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair threw a what? piece of cake at the Mona Lisa in Paris. <laughs> Video posted on social media shows security guards at the Louvre... Museum escorting the man away Sunday as Sorry, he spoke in French. Sorry, what's that museum called? Louvre. Right, okay. Uh, as he spoke in French about the planet. Think of the Earth. There are people who are destroying the Earth. Think about it. Think of the Earth. <laughs> <laughs> Artists tell you, think of the Earth. That's why I did these, he says, according to the Associated Press. Another video showed someone clearing the cake off the glass, protecting the Mona Lisa, as onlookers held up their phones to film the incident's aftermath. The 36-year-old man was detained and sent to a psychiatric unit, according to the AP. The original Mona Lisa was painted by Leonardo da Vinci between 1503 and 1519. The oil painting hangs in the Louvre's largest room, according to the museum's website. This I thought you were about to tell the way you said that you're like the original Mona Lisa. I was like, you're about to tell me that they made a Mona Lisa two. Is that what you're about to say? The original Mona Lisa made by Da Vinci is I mean, no longer on display. Instead, it's the Mona Lisa two. <laughs> Mona Lisa two would be something that happens nowadays. <laughs> Yo, Mona Lisa two electric boogaloo, my new NFT. Check it out. <laughs> it's going to be I hate fantastic. That. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this isn't the first time the iconic painting has run into trouble. The protective glass was put up after it was damaged in an acid attack during the 50s. In 1911, the Mona Lisa disappeared from the museum. For more than two years, the year, there were no hints on where it could be until someone tried to sell the painting to an Italian art dealer who informed authorities. So, the Mona Lisa was recovered, and her fame was all the greater, the Louvre says on its website. Honestly, that is absolutely, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, it's an incredibly interesting and totally true story. The theft of the Mona Lisa 
is what made the Mona Lisa important. Oh. Up until that time, no one gave a shit about the Mona Lisa. <laughs> no one cared. <laughs> it was the theft and the mystery of the theft that made it an important painting. I think that's super interesting. That is pretty crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Huh. What? Well, so it was like... How was it even stolen? So it was just like one of Da Vinci's things was like in a vault and they just like took it? It might have been hanging at the time. I don't know. I mean, like, again, Leonardo da Vinci as an artist is important. Right. But the Mona Lisa as one of his works was a lesser important one. Like, I no see. one really cared. It was just the Mona Lisa. And what ended up happening is when it was stolen, and I do not know the way it was stolen, but when it was stolen, the legend of it, right, the mystery of like, oh, someone came in and just stole this artwork. It be, and, you know, it was missing, like you said, for a while that people started to care about it. And then once it was returned, everyone wanted to go see the art that was stolen. And then it just, like, built up over time. And now it's like a thing. Ah, uh, I see. That's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's, that's not... your news and fact. Bonus fact. Oh, my God. We got, like, three bonus facts today. So many bonus facts. This may as well be Cox and Crendor facts. Cox show. And, yeah, go on. Let's tell them. Cox, Cox and Crendor and fact show. Crendor fact show. That's the that's the name of the episode. All right. <laughs> All right. Good. Um, <laughs> well, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for listening or watching. I'm enjoying this podcast. Crendor, hit him with the socials. We've got socials, youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor podcast, all one word. You can find all the podcasts over there. Subscribe, hit the bell to be alerted when they go up, when they go live. Unless you want to go to other websites like SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, we're all over. Uh, also, youtube.com slash Cox and Crendor if you want all the animations, do the same thing over there. Uh, we also have our own stuff. We got youtube.com Jesse Cox, youtube.com Crendor, Patreon Jesse Cox, Patreon Crendor, Twitter Jesse Cox, Twitter Crendor, Facebook Jesse Cox, Facebook Crendor, Twitch TV Jesse Cox, Twitch TV Crendor, uh, youtube.com Warhammer Crendor, and a EIO. Okay, thanks so much for all the love and support and the comments and all the fun stuff. You guys are the best. That's it. And we'll see y'all next time. So, as always, to be continued.